Welcome, dear listener, to this podcast number 11 in the meantime uh, of the Little Big and Partners Backstage Sessions in a, let's put it mildly, slightly different setting, isn't it, Hans? It is. Uh, we are doing this uh, fully online in a Corona way of working, which is cool, So isn't we're it? each in our own uh, little bunker. Yep, we and, are. Uh, recording simultaneously, and we'll see uh, indeed, if indeed. this holds up. But it's, uh, it's a new thing. It's, uh, it's a new world, basically, out there. With the whole corona, I hope every listener is still in good condition. And if you're not, get well soon. And if you are in good condition, please stay like that. Yes, indeed. uh, And if if it ever occurs to you to come in touch with COVID-19, let it be in a very mild way. Yes, that's uh, the only thing we can wish for. 50 to 60% of the population. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> I think it's even 80% that uh, has At this absolutely moment already? no yeah. symptoms uh, yeah. whatsoever. But let's uh, let's hope for the best. Yes, absolutely. Let's prepare for the worst. Indeed. Churchill said, I'm not sure if it was Churchill, but somebody said anyway, it at some point. It anyway. sounds really intelligent. So it must it sounds be. like Churchill, right? It sounds like hope Churchill. Hope for the best. Indeed. But yep. Expect the worst. Indeed. 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 So, Hans, uh, podcast 11, it's been three if no four months what what did i say four months since we recorded the last one uh, we really need to step up our recording schedule a bit yes but what have you been I, up I, to i think people will start thinking that we are dead <laughs> <laughs> we are not i can confirm yep, we are alive or deny, ah, you're but here. <laughs> alive still very kicking. much alive so yep, what have yep. you been up to hans the last couple well, of months time flies so i i need to uh, get back in into my personal history to retrieve some memories and the memories that are on top of my list are the ones that are related to our brain pirates project you know that is um, an entire setup with uh, an organization behind it to inspire people to discover hidden treasures inside themselves that is like um, you are all of a sudden aware that you have been walking through life with tons of luggage from your past that slows you down and this kind of becomes frustrated. So what brain pirates do is we facilitate the journey towards discovery of how to get rid of that luggage. Or you have an aspiration, you would like to realize a dream, but you don't know very much how and you find more limiting beliefs than empowering beliefs, then brain pirates are the ideal partners to talk to, to facilitate you in overcoming the hurdles and just do what it is that you do. So with this project, we have been um, taping online videos and online training sessions for I think the whole month of January and large part of February, as if you already knew that something was coming up (laughs) in lockdown terms. So um, we have this entire array of videos and instructions and demonstrations that we now share with um, the the larger audience who can uh, find us on on our YouTube channel, Brain Piraten. And we also have students who can register 
through our um, Schatkist, it's called, because it's a Dutch initiative uh, for our NLP courses. And so now currently as a are... chest for the, uh, yeah, for yeah, the English yeah, listeners. Indeed. Yeah, thank you for translating. So we are uh, having um, 11 students now in a, in a course that we have switched to an online course at this very moment during the lockdown. And later on, we will catch up with, again, live uh, courses. Uh, we start a new track the beginning of May. Still some seats left. So for those of you Dutch speaking who are interested in uh, neuro-linguistic programming, this is really the course to, uh, to follow. Simultaneously, we have an English um, language project, which is called Coach Your Boss. More or less the same content, all about, well, the boss refers mainly to the boss inside your head, the one that tells you stories that sometimes empower you, but very often limit you or make you say, after the facts like, ah, I should have done X, Y, or Z. So it's also a very interesting world of uh, inspirational videos and online trainings, uh, large part online, some in a classroom. And then that, that was like January, February. And then beginning of March, I was doing some stuff for customers, you know, some coaching, some training sessions, some communication stuff. And then the 13th of, um, of March, we all received like the news. Okay, as of next week, you stay in the house. So then I quickly shifted all the classroom trainings and March was actually... A very promising month with, with high revenue, honestly speaking. So I try to recover as much as possible in an online version. And so a little more than half of the business was saved in that way, which is good. I mean, which I thought was very good. And so, um, yeah, that's that's been... Um, and then with the COVID event, we launched some new products to support local commerce in, in surviving and now I'm uh, starting a project for artists uh, to help them uh, get gigs online or in small, uh, small venues. And uh, so busy, busy. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, fun, even uh, you know, one of the fun. things is, uh, is it the online pub that you follow? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that was another thing. You know, you, you get the news of uh, Corona, COVID-19 and you say, OK, what can we do? And, and we got the news Friday the 13th. Um, and on Wednesday, we opened our virtual pub uh, for the first time in a tryout. Thursday was the official opening. And since then, we have like regular venues uh, online with somewhere between 20 and, and 40 uh, people who uh, who pop in and just have a chat. And But we'll, we'll come back to that during this uh, yes, podcast yes. because... Um, if my memory is right, we were going to talk about the differences in communication online and on site and face to face. So uh, that's a, yeah, that a, a was, very uh... promising topic. But before we do that, what have you been doing in the first quarter of this year? Well, lots of uh, fun stuff as well. Um, doing lots of communication work in, in terms of training a few people. I did some one-on-one -on -one coaching sessions on uh, some people that needed to do presentations and uh, some really fun work there. Um, lots of pitching work also with startups. And um, and then, uh, of course, uh, COVID hit. Uh, before that, I did a really interesting thing. First time ever I did that uh, is... Uh, I moderated an academic appointment of a professor. 
Whoa. And they contacted me, and I thought, oh, why <laughs> do you contact me? But anyway, they they uh, it's it was in the Netherlands, so they, they have some really nice words like opluken, which mm. cannot be translated in English. Upfunning uh, or something. Upfunning, up, up yes. Upfunning. Up <laughs> so they asked me to upfun... <laughs> the uh, the event a bit so that uh, that was really nice and uh, i had a really good time there so that Great. was uh, nice and i know that some people in, some people will be listening to this one mm-hmm. um and then uh, of course covid hit and we had to rethink some of the work uh, that was planned some of the workshops got cancelled you know how that went and then uh, one of the things i i did a session 2 weeks ago uh, on online pitching Specifically, uh, the the difference between uh, how do you go about uh, to uh, present physically is is fundamentally different than how do you present yourself in an online world. And you think, well, it's it's just the same, but there, there's a couple of nuances uh, in between. So I did a, uh, an online webcast on that. Uh, it's in Dutch, but you can revisit it if you go to bluehealthu.care. We'll We'll list uh, in the in the show notes the link so you can revisit that if you're interested in that That's session. Cool. And, and let's grab some of the content and translate it into this podcast for our English speaking audience. Why not? Hmm? Well, the the main question I got was uh, what is so fundamentally different in terms of uh, of, of online presenting versus uh, physical? Mm-hmm. And the, the the thing, of course, is if you are in a physical presence, you are in a meeting room with people. There's so much that is not being said that you can interpret as a speaker, but also as an audience. So if you are talking. Uh, towards your your uh, audience and somebody's getting bored or is getting uh, or is dozing off which happens uh, or is uh, doing other things you pick those things up or somebody nods positively that can happen as well and you pick those things up and of course in in an online world uh, in some cases you have that interaction but if you are doing that for a large group you don't have any physical interaction uh, so you lose that whole nonverbal communication part. And the other way around as well with your audience uh, that is normally picking up so much from you as a speaker uh, besides what you actually say. Uh, and that is is gone as well. So you have to look for different ways uh, to to express yourself in an online world. Yeah, here you say dozing off or being, un, let's say, distracted. Actually, in an online meeting, the only way to know that is that <laughs> when your meeting is finished <laughs> and you see people leaving the room, the ones who remain online for 10 minutes or more are the ones that are either gone or... <laughs> <laughs> Which happens in, uh, in lots Indeed. of conference calls. Yes. There's a great yeah. movie online. Uh, uh, I'm not sure which, which group made it, but it was... Uh, Every conference call ever, yeah, and they 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 mimic it so well. And uh, it, uh, go look it up on YouTube. It's uh, every yeah, it's fabulous. It's uh, now the fact that you don't see people and that you don't feel the energy that is in a room, which is also I think a very important aspect when you have meetings or presentations, uh, forces us on the other hand into maybe developing other senses a bit more, like our auditive senses what do we hear do we learn to hear slight variations in 
tone of voice and in the way people talk and their rhythm and so on and so forth. So it, it may be a drawback to miss out a couple of things. But on the other hand, I think it's an interesting exercise to kind of learn to listen and to communicate in a, an even richer way, adding stuff that we were not used to doing before. One of the advantages of uh, of doing it online uh, and having a web uh, conference tool, whatever you're using, is that often you see the faces of people a lot more closely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, even the best trained person cannot hide his mimic uh, in, in a conference call. So uh, you're, you're really up close and personal, so that can be an advantage. Uh, or it can be distracting, of course, if, if you see uh, people nodding off in front of the camera, <laughs> that's going to be really distracting. Yeah, you can't give them any coffee or so. Uh, no, no, a virtual yeah, coffee, that would be maybe, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, in this, some of uh, these conference tools, you can give likes, uh, a thumbs up or a little heart or whatever, yeah. but you cannot give a virtual coffee. No, you can't. That's, uh, to yeah. all developers out there that are making software for conference yeah. calls, Add a virtual coffee yeah. feature. And the other thing I'm, I'm waiting for is, and, and you can look it up on YouTube, is the USB wine device. It's kind of a little USB tap that you can plug into your uh, computer. And then you surf to the USB winery and you pick the wine. It's with a subscription-based formula. And then you pick the wine, you hold your glass under the tap and you open the tap and then the wine pours out in your glass. So... I'm, mm -hmm. I'm waiting for this to to go uh, on the market. So I think it's one of the well, other startups. I'm not sure it's We're still in dream phase. <laughs> it's still in the dream phase. Yeah, let's yeah. put it that way. But now that we but are all working, it would be nice yeah. if 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 you could hook up your coffee maker mm -hmm. with a USB cable to your laptop or your computer, and in the software somebody else could start your coffee machine. Yeah, like you're yeah. just listening to the conference call, you're dozing off, yeah. and remotely somebody is triggering your coffee machine, and then says, "I think you'll need it. Just pick it up." Yeah, That's... I think you have a good idea there. Hold it, hold it. <laughs> oh, we're giving away good startup ideas. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I mean, not Taking even in a hackathon note. because yeah. <laughs> you're, you're also doing hackathons. What about the hackathons? There, there must have been tons planned. Yes. What happens? Oh, to these yeah, events? yeah. That... There was one plant, and you won't believe it, that would start Friday the 13th. Ah. And 24 hours in advance, uh, we pulled the plug on that one uh, because we, we, we knew that there was something coming and you cannot just uphold uh, that initiative. For those that are not familiar with a hackathon, it's, it's uh, 48 hours. Most of the case, it's 48 hours. Very intense uh, brainstorm and prototyping and building stuff uh, to tackle certain challenges. Now, uh, it's it's since it's so uh, physically interactive, it's it you can do it online, but it's not the same experience. Uh, you can come up with new ideas online, but the the physical part is of course very uh, important. Absolutely. So yeah. so that is uh, is one of the reasons why we call it off. We now postpone it to November and. Uh, and then there was another one in the Netherlands that also got postponed, uh, unfortunately. What? It's, the, the circumstances are what they are, but Absolutely. it's, it's, yeah. uh, it's going to be a, an, an intense fall, I think. Yeah, I <laughs> guess, I guess. And indeed, as <laughs> you say, there, there are meetings that you can replace with an online uh, set of tools, but some things are very difficult. Um, 
I mean, our pub that went well, but it's totally different than getting together in a pub. The only the only advantage I noticed was that when you um, when you do your virtual pubs and you're 30 people in a virtual space, they all are very attentive for the one who is talking. That's an interesting thing. You put 30 people in a bar and they will start forming little groups, you know, uh, three people talking to one another, five more, etc. But in this virtual environment, everybody listens to the one who is telling a story. And that is really, really striking. I mean, the kind of natural discipline that is there and, and the natural attentfulness. This was actually nice to observe. Yeah. It, it's maybe there, there will be some lessons learned from this online era mm. when uh, when we reopen the physical world. Let's put it that way. Yeah. That that and hopefully we start doing a few things differently than before, and that could be one of those uh, things. Just listen to one another. Yeah. It is, it's of course a, a different experience communicating in an, in a conference call is different than than mm. uh, physically. Uh, it's. Also for your brain, it's uh, it requires a lot more focus uh, mm -hmm. because you you also pick up all the different uh, uh, impulses that you see from people in the in the conference call. So you're very focused on all the faces that yeah. you see, and in some of these tools, you can go. Not sure what it was, uh, five by five or, or mm -hmm. nine by nine, uh, different video streams that you see and. In the end, That's it's just a, a bunch of, of faces, and yes, it is. and you try to look at everybody. <laughs> yeah. So for your brain, it's there's a yeah. lot of information yeah. coming in, and that is of course challenging to wrap your head around all of that. It is, um, it is, and even and e then to to stay focused as a speaker is yeah. is then also very important. So uh, one of the tips could be that if you do that with a uh, in a web conference where you see all these faces, is to minimize that screen. Probably uh, yeah. that that you are not getting sidetracked. Of course, you need to respect your audience, and if there are questions coming in, and of course, depending on which tool you use, you can separate that. Um, mm -hmm. But it's it's to keep that interaction going yeah. with your audience and not go into a monologue. But even without the video impulses, in my experience of the past weeks is that giving online presentations or coaching people online. It's really very intensive. I had days where I had like six hours of online trainings from 10 in the morning till uh, in the afternoon. Jesus, you're completely exhausted afterwards. More, I would say, than if you do it in a classroom uh, environment. And I think it's it's got to do maybe with the rhythm. What strikes me when I listen to... and. By the way, this is a tip that I would like to share with the audience if you're into conferencing. Even if the conferences are not recorded because the organization don't want to record them, uh, record yourself, grab your phone, uh, use the voice recorder or whatever, but re-listen to how you talk in this online environment. And watch out for stuff that you wouldn't like to hear when someone else would be talking and tune yourself regularly. And one of the things that I noticed when um, when re-listening to recordings is, for instance, that in an online meeting, we have the tendency to never insert breaks in our talk. You could say like, well, Tom, what you just said is kind of landing. 
and it actually makes me reconsider a few of my points of view right so this would be a normal way of talking with when there is visible contact you would see me and you would see that i'm actually indeed sorting out doing these transderivational searches in search of what was and what's going to be and how i feel about it but in an online meeting the first thing you will hear is people like hans <laughs> you're interrupted <laughs> something's wrong uh, with your the voice line is breaking <laughs> the up line is occasionally breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> so somewhere intuitively to prevent this from happening you talk you talk you talk you talk and maybe this is part of what makes it so tiring that once you get the the, the word you you're afraid to to break well it, it's it's definitely a pitfall that people ramble in an in an online meeting especially if they talk about something they're passionate about is it's very easy to get sidetracked to continue talking because Nobody's there to physically stop you. So you're talking to mm -hmm. a dead object, be it your screen or your webcam or whatever. So there is no way that your webcam is going to stop you. So you, you immediately and automatically fall into that pitfall of, of continue to ramble. It's, it's something to definitely be aware about. And once in a while, check whether your audience is uh, still listening uh, still interested, still alive, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And if, if you're not really aware of who your audience is or what their, their degree of, of, of knowledge or expectations are, then one thing that may help, it may sound arrogant, is just put a mirror alongside your computer monitor, then at least you're talking to one intelligent person. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in case you are intelligence, Hans. Absolutely, but that I leave it up to everybody's yeah, judgments to judge for, that for themselves. <laughs> the jury is still out. Let's put it yes, that way. Yes, yes. I plead guilty, <laughs> Your Honor. <laughs> well, of, of course, uh, like you said, record yourself mm -hmm. and, and listen to yourself. That that there is uh, a fundamental difference in the way you talk online versus the way you talk physically, because all that uh, visual. Uh, baggage is is no longer there and since 70 or even 80 percent of people are visually sensitive so they they process that visual information that might be gone uh, so you need to look for other ways to keep your audience enticed and and inspired yeah. and and uh on, on the same page as you are. So one of the most important things you can play with is your your own voice your intonation and that is something you need to learn in an, in an online world is to, to put a lot more emphasis on intonation without losing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Because that, that is the, the, the pitfall. <laughs> you know where I'm going to. Because you sometimes have people that, that say, oh, I need to look uh, out for my intonation. And they start talking like they are a radio host. So <laughs> welcome in this show. Uh, that is not the purpose of uh, playing with your intonation. But uh, in, in, in many cases, it's something you can uh, at least uh, put a little more emphasis left and right on certain words just to keep your audience listening. It's, it's something to wake up the brain. Yeah, do if some you pattern talk breaks. In the yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, if you talk the same way for, for 15 minutes... I suppose I would start talking like that and then you do this. And what is now happening in lots of online teaching, unfortunately, 
uh, that are recorded and teachers don't have an, a classroom in front of them. So they just talk in a very monotonous voice. And that is very annoying to listen to. So once in a while, even if you talk like that, you take a little break and then you raise your voice. Yeah, absolutely. And that is a pattern break and your brain wakes up again mm -hmm. and yeah. says, oh, right, we were listening to something. Uh, what did we miss? Yeah. Um, so uh, playing with that intonation is absolutely uh, crucial in, mm -hmm. in online meetings. And then when you record yourself and you listen to yourself, don't be too harsh uh, because people have the tendency to be very harsh on themselves and very soft on others. In some cases, it's the other way around. But when you record yourself, usually you are very harsh. For oh, I have an awful voice. Oh, I don't like my accent. Oh, listen to what I've been saying there. It's total st stupidity yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, try to go into a, a, a third-person mode. Like, mm -hmm. uh, listen to yourself as if, as if it was somebody else. And what would you say to that other person when you hear that? And often you're more polite to that other person. Uh, and then uh, second thing is, after being not too hard for yourself is... Don't try to change everything at once. That's also what I say at the end of my training courses on presentation is don't try to change all the things that you've learned today and, and do it all at once because you will get or completely lost in all the tips and things or it will sound so fake like you are a radio host, <laughs> but uh, computerized. <laughs> but computerized, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, if you say I'm going to focus on my intonation mm -hmm. or I'm going to focus on taking uh, a break once in a while or focus on uh, making sure that I keep my audience engaged and just focus on that one thing and do it five or ten different conference calls, do it and then record yourself once again. Listen, if it hasn't improved, keep on yeah. working on that same thing until it improves and not switch to another topic and say, oh, let's not do that. And then we'll pick something up. Yeah. And maybe because find the, the core aspect to change because it's, it's very often um, it's like an, an entanglement of things. When, when you notice that you speak too fast, your breathing will be different. Your intonation will be different. Um, your, your tone of voice will be different. So you can change your tone of voice, but maybe in that case, just start speaking slower and then you will automatically see that you are more convincing and that automatically your tone of voice is going to follow and you will be much more relaxed so and that's a cool thing concentrate on one thing try to find the mother of all improvements and everything else might well go automatically as a consequence yeah that's indeed the the, the systemic impact yeah. of, of trying to focus on one thing you focus on your intonation but indeed you start talking slower or your breathing is more relaxed mm -hmm. or whatever happens it's yeah. it's it, it may be a side effect of what you're focusing at that specific moment but it's a very positive side effect so absolutely keep yeah. it in and talking about any change is a good change about your breath when you talk in a microphone don't breathe with your chest but with your belly so if you breathe with your chest, like you, 
then your inhalations and exhalations tend to make a lot of noise. And in a microphone, that is really annoying. Like someone who says like, <gasps> and then I would like to continue with, <gasps> I, I'm overdoing it now, but that's a bit the, the point. So if you talk with your belly, then you, you almost do not make any noise when breathing in and out. And, and that's also something that's very helpful in, in meetings. Together with other nervous tics, like people making their point and then start knocking on the table, like, uh, and this is really what I think we should definitely do. And the only thing you hear in your earphone is like, boo, boo, boo. so yeah, you know, and then the eating chips, that's a really cool thing to do, like, and so what I was saying was, and for you, it doesn't make a lot of noise, but to the others, it's like, <laughs> well, eating a bag of crisps is maybe not something people would do in a regular meeting as well. Yeah, although, you never know. Although, but I've had conf calls where somebody was just eating its uh, its morning muesli, as uh, a crunchy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, he forgot the milk, so it was extremely crunchy. And for him, it was probably a very tasteful breakfast, but it was very annoying to listen yeah. to. And you, you, you are indeed not aware. Now, maybe a uh, a lot more common is uh, people taking notes during meetings. Mm -hmm. And uh, during online meetings, yeah. writing on a notepad and with a or regular typing. pen yeah. is, is preferred. <laughs> Absolutely. Because of the typing thing. <laughs> uh, because people that, that type and they are not aware the noise a keyboard is making. It's amazing. Yeah, but I'll type gently. Yeah. No, you don't. Yeah, you don't, you don't. Because you don't hear it, but your keyboard is extremely close to your microphone, especially yeah. in a laptop. So mm -hmm. the microphone picks it up. That That's what they made for, to pick up all the sounds in, in a certain area. Uh, so Which, don't type on a keyboard. Absolutely. And, and if you do it, or if you do anything else like you're interrupted at home by someone getting into your office or something, have the decency or the reflex, I would say, to just automatically mute your microphone. It's going to happen. I mean, if I know that in a conversation, I'm not going to talk unless something happens for like the next three, four minutes, I will just mute my, my microphone. Because the system will warn you when you start talking and your microphone is muted. There, there's in every system I know, whether it's Zoom or Teams or whatever, there's this little pop-up that says your microphone is muted. So you just unmute and you make your point. But just do it because it's it's for the comfort of the others. And also, I think it's polite. <laughs> it, it should be a reflex to mute yourself and unmute when you start talking. Yeah, uh, preferably. For some, the unmuting is not necessary when they start talking. But <laughs> no, no, it depends. And going back to that mirror and intelligence. And <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. But then there is a, the other thing. When, when what I mentioned is that when when someone enters your your uh, your office, are there any tips that you use to prevent or at least warn your um, your your family members or people in the house that that they might. <laughs> not want to interfere with what you're doing <laughs> well we, we've all seen these uh these uh, conference calls where they are interrupted by yelling kids or uh whatever the dog in front of the camera which is then best case scenario worst case scenario you take your laptop and to the bathroom with you mm -hmm. and you forgot that the video is on yep. those yep. kind of uh embarrassment mm -hmm. but uh for instance, uh, here in, in, in my home, I have a very simple thing. I have this little 
little light that is normally put on a bike. Yeah. One of these, these uh, lights, lights yeah. that you can take off and that you can recharge. I think it costs two euro in in uh, in a mm. local store yeah. here. Um, so you just take one of these lights and you can put it on white or red, depending whether you put the light mm. on your bike in front or in the back. And uh, and we just made a deal that if the light is red, yeah. that means that I'm recording or I'm live streaming or I'm in an extremely important call and I cannot be disturbed at that moment. White means I'm just focusing right now so if there's anything urgent please come in there's no webcam on uh, you can just walk in and you won't uh, annoy anybody uh there's just a very simple two euro hack that we use here in the house and cheaper and easier to find than these fancy neon lit uh, on air uh boxes well, if you have too much budget to spend <laughs> of course there are microphones that as soon as they pick up sound they put automatically light on like they use in, That's cool. in yeah. uh in, yeah. in radio studios yeah. but you don't need to go overboard no, 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 with no, those no. kind of it's sometimes a, a few dollars or a few euros can can really help make and making a good uh, uh arrangement in in your own family we are all in, in our own houses and, and of course we need to live together mm. for a long time. But one of the rooms that is uh, is the most underestimated room in the house when it comes to conference calls is the bedroom. Oh, and not only for conference th- calls, I guess, but... <laughs> oh, uh, let's not go there, partner. Uh, just for... Co- we're focusing yep. on conference okay, calls okay. right now. Uh, <laughs> because people say, yeah, but I don't have my own office in the house. I'm in the living room and then kids are passing by and it's really difficult to keep them quiet or I, I put myself in the kitchen or... Uh, but the, the the bedroom actually has really great acoustics because there's lots of cushions and uh, fabrics and what have you yeah. that absorb the sound. So in terms of uh, of just noise, general noise and absorption of noise, a bedroom is a really good place. But I wouldn't recommend spending uh, six hours of conference call <laughs> or doing online training in your bed because you're... Your mind is also linking a bed to sleeping. So even if you are not tired, you go and lay on a bed, you get tired because your brain is sort of conditioned, thinking that it can sleep and it will figure out a way to sleep. Don't worry. That will happen automatically. Yeah. No, but the bedroom but tip if, is, is cool. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the arrangements, of course, with the family. And, and oh, there will always be unexpected things that happen. I was in uh, uh, training uh, the day before yesterday and... Um, so it's, it's 10 a.m. in the morning. I start uh, the presentation and everything runs well, smooth. And my wife is upstairs because my offices are in, in the basement of the house. And uh, she's in the kitchen. Well, we don't hear one another. It's well isolated. Uh, making a toast. And, and for one or the other reason, the toast must have started to burn. <laughs> and so the fire alarm went off. And so I'm doing oh, this, jolly. this conference call. I, oh, cool. Well, this, this online training, which was recorded for re-editing, etc. And then there's a wee, wee. So I said, you hear the fire alarm in the back. I hope someone upstairs will be switching it off. But that didn't happen <laughs> until my wife came down the stairs and said, like, what's the code? <laughs> I said, okay, I'll go up. So this is an unexpected thing. But it brings me to the point that we I, I like to to follow the belief that you work with what happens. Okay, you, you don't start yes. apologizing. You don't start, you, you just use it. It's utilization. And something happens, well, what can you do with it? So turn it into something humoristic, make some fun. It's a pattern break in itself. And also be, how would I say, supportive 
of other people if this happens to them while you're in a meeting just don't start criticizing them on no it's it's fun it can happen to anyone and it's it's life you know it's life it's just part of it well indeed if if you are in a conference calls with your colleagues and one of your kids pops in or the dog sits in front of mm -hmm. the camera just pick up the dog and move it away it, it's it's no big deal no. you don't need to make a fuss about it you not don't need to feel bad we're all in the same situation mm -hmm. of course there may be moments when you say now it's absolutely crucial that um i do this recording or i do this uh, conference call fully uninterrupted for 30 mm -hmm. minutes like um like i said i work a lot with startups and yeah. and they uh, sometimes they have that most important call with that one investor that is going to invest a few million and of course then if the dog starts eating your camera that's not a good no, impression maybe the even best then thing, yeah. <laughs> but even then it can happen but sure. if it's really something that should be uninterrupted just uh, go, go, to bedroom. go sit somewhere <laughs> go go to the bedroom just yeah. lock the door uh yeah. whatever yeah. lock yourself up somewhere and and just uh make sure you have good uh technical wi-fi connection of course but um that's uh, uh, yeah. just lock yourself somewhere and and isolate yourself but in most of the cases it's it's okay you're mm. with colleagues you're discussing a few things the kids walk in they ask for a candy bar just mute your microphone give them the candy bar or not depending yeah, on how yeah. you want to bring them up and then you unmute again and you're back in the meeting absolutely and, and yeah we've all been there so don't feel bad don't beat yourself no. up don't feel annoyed that's the thing, the little things in life that make it uh, acceptable. Absolutely. Because uh, one of the things that is also different with these uh, online meetings, we're a lot more effective in online meetings than in physical meetings. Yeah. So it's for your brain, it's more intense, uh, but also for uh, for uh, the 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 entire group feeling, mm -hmm. it's different because you're only focused on the topic. You have a limited time frame: thirty minutes, forty-five minutes, whatever. And uh, it's it's different, so you don't have that little chit chat. Mm -hmm. So what 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 you see once in a while is that, uh, for instance, I do it with my team as well. Is we start our team calls just fifteen, twenty, mm -hmm. maybe thirty minutes, just a little chit chat about how everybody's doing, what happened over the weekend, what TV shows yep. did they watch? Nothing to do with the business, but it's just that social interaction in between colleagues. That, that you now miss in this uh, day and age uh, that should be fed into. So yeah. when you have such a meeting, a dog that walks in uh, in front of the camera, that's, that's fun. an extra yeah. topic to talk about. Absolutely. So yeah. don't apologize. And I also heard you say that when you are going to the toilet, make sure you have good Wi-Fi reception. This, this raises another very important topic that is your connectivity. Um, when, when you are very regularly in online meetings, please take a moment to check the bandwidth of your internet connection. There are online tools. I use speedtest.net and it gives me like an upload and a download rate. So I know, okay, this, this is cool. Um, and check other devices. One of the things that happened to me in the very beginning was that in my recording studio where we normally record the podcasts, there is an iMac that is synchronizing compiled movies and audio files for customers to an online OneDrive cloud environment. And when it starts syncing for one or the other reason, I have no quality of service in here in my network. So it just, bam, 
occupies, let's say, 99% of, of what I have available. And then everything else in the house that is connected to the internet, bam, falls down to zero. Even the lights dim a little bit. Yes, yes. And I wasn't even aware of that. So in one session, one of the very first in the lockdown, I was editing some movies and the movies were compiling. And when they're compiled, they start uploading. And all of a sudden in, in the meeting, someone says, Hans, your, your sound is like uh, decreasing in quality. And I was not even aware. I checked and everything was like normal until afterwards. I said, there must be something. And it was just one computer in the network who consumed so much bandwidth that everything else suffered from it. So maybe you only have one computer in the house or maybe more, or maybe you have also your TV and other devices that take up traffic. So test it and if possible, use a wired connection. Wherever you can use a wired connection instead of Wi-Fi. And if you use Wi-Fi, make sure it's, it's a good one. I mean, it's a, a stable one. Well, Definitely the, the cable connection, if you have that option available, mm -hmm. that is the, the go-to thing. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the thing you have to bear in mind, if you do that speed test, you have download and upload, and usually the download is a lot bigger than your upload. What you're using during a conference call is the upload speed. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, everything that you put on the web is going through upload. So uh, if, it's, uh, if it's not going well, uh, it's usually due to that lower upload uh, speed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that is the part where either your own home network or maybe the, the choice of your internet service provider may uh, may make a difference. But that's not the topic of today. But it's just in no, a no, series no. of tips. <laughs> uh, interesting yes. to, to uh, take an, it with an, you. Another thing, of course, uh, to think about when we're talking about technology is uh, since we, we have uh, less of that physical interaction, is that the, the visual and the auditive aspect become a lot more important. Mm -hmm. So uh, you may want to invest in a good webcam, in a good microphone, just to, to up that audio quality. Yep. Uh, you have to be aware that those tools, whether it's Zoom or Teams or, or Google Hangout or whatever tool you're using, uh, they put preference on audio before video. So if they have a choice and they need to chop the line somewhere, mm -hmm. Uh, they will first drop video quality and then audio quality. So if you uh, need to make a choice whether you would invest in a good webcam or a good microphone, I would go to the microphone yeah. first. Or a good headset. But of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, th there's good USB microphones for, for reasonable prices. Uh, it doesn't need to cost a fortune. You don't need to have a fully professional studio set up to, to create uh, quality audio recordings uh, and then the webcam of course is uh, any external webcam is usually better than the internal webcam in your camera it has to do with the CMOS that which is the sensor and it's just it's bigger in, in an external webcam so and a bit further away as well if, if you can find online webcams because I think in the beginning since March 13th all online stores are completely sold out and it takes like ages before you can get your hands on one. <laughs> and at a price yes, you cannot even imagine. <laughs> that's true. There is a bit of a rush on webcams yeah, right now. There was toilet paper and then webcams. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second one. And rice is, uh, is yes, probably rice the next too, one. Too. Indeed, indeed, indeed. But, but of course you, you don't need a fully professional setup, but uh, like... Uh, we we are in this this period, so I did do some alterations to to my office as well. Mm -hmm. I have this big studio light up for uh, when when I need it. 
I don't put it up for every single conference call. This is mm -hmm. just for those that are really important. If I do a live stream, for instance, yes, of course, mm -hmm. I, I put on the studio light. I have a, another camera I use, uh, another audio equipment that I use because then quality is absolutely key. If you mm -hmm. stream in full HD, then it has to, of course, what you put on the internet has to be HD as well. Otherwise, there's no point in that. Uh, but uh, for the for the regular conference calls, you can get away with with a lot of things. Sometimes, if you if you cannot invest in a new webcam or a new microphone or whatever, uh, you say, "But I only have my laptop." Uh, put your laptop fifteen or twenty centimeters higher. Just take a stack of books mm -hmm. and put your laptop on there. the The positioning of the webcam is already a lot better if you just raise it your is laptop a little bit because what you often see and just go on the internet and you will find tons of pictures of people that have uh, taken pictures of their nostrils because the webcam is way too low and, uh, yeah, and then they're you like see they're right like, in there like this so like uh, okay yeah are there any other interesting tips you want to share with our audience or do you think that we've kind of had them well all? there's maybe one last thing uh we, we've because we've ran over 40 minutes already wow um one last tip maybe is uh, there's a difference in keeping eye contact with your audience online versus uh, physically when you have a physical meeting keeping eye contact is not difficult you just look at people and look them in the eyes and you have eye contact but when you uh when you look at people's eyes in a conference call you're not looking in their eyes you're looking at their eyes because your webcam is usually positioned higher than the screen. So one thing you have to learn if, uh, if you're in, for instance, a, a webcast and you are the presenter, is to learn to look into the webcam and not to the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, because if you keep eye contact with your audience, it goes through the webcam. Yeah. So maybe this is something that you, you can practice is uh is to just talk to yourself or do a test call with with a yeah. friend and learn to look at the webcam and not at the screen yeah 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 that's a very interesting one yeah thank you for sharing good well um i think we covered lots of uh of tips and tricks uh today on this sure online did. world um uh I'm convinced that we we haven't reached the the bottom of the barrel. Absolutely. Yet. So, but that maybe the good news is that customers and people who feel like they could use some more inspiration, even though we cannot go outside now, we still provide online coaching with little big and partners on communication tips and tricks and also evaluations and assessments of how people do and where they can improve both the formal part of their communication as well as the content part, the pitching value and the structure and so on and so forth. So feel free to uh, surf to www.littlebig.partners and uh, check out where we can be of use and, uh, and then just call us and book us. Yes, absolutely. And if you want to re-listen to this or any of the other previous podcast you can go to littlebig.partners forward slash podcast or you just go to itunes or spotify or soundcloud or whatever 
tool you used to uh, listen to. So uh, perfect. Check out uh, any of the other podcasts. And if, of course, you have any questions, info at littlebig.partners. Yeah, absolutely. It has been a great pleasure again to have had this most inspiring conversation with you. I would like to invite our audience this week and maybe the upcoming week to focus on one thing that they would like to improve in their online way of communicating. Just find one thing, decide for you what it is, and then take time to work on it and to take it to the next level. So that would be my go-do for this podcast. Dear listener. All right. Thanks. That having said, yeah. uh, that is uh, the end of this podcast. Absolutely. We'll be back. When we'll be back? That's always the mystery sure. of these kind of podcasts. Uh, like we said, if you have any questions, do reach out. And for now, I would say uh, stay home and stay safe. And stay and safe and take care and love one another as much as you can. Bye-bye. Oh, so nice. <laughs> Bye. Little Big Backstage Sessions. Thank you for listening.